Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Great Stare Podcast. I'm your host, Marlon. I'm your host, Ben. I'm Cam. And I'm Anya. I'm a guest for the first time today, and I will probably be back in the future. It's nice to meet you guys. And today we are going to be discussing about the second episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so, of course, uh, Ben and Cam had the discussion for the first episode last week. Um, I I do want to give my quick thoughts of the first episode so not, since I wasn't here for that episode last week. Uh, but basically, I really liked that first episode. I actually, I loved it, actually. I really liked how they split both storylines up for Bucky and Sam and how we got to know them individually. And I thought everything was very well set up in that first episode. And I was instantly hooked onto this show. Um, and uh, Anya, would you like to give your thoughts on the first episode now that you're here? So I think that the first episode works very it does work very well as a setup because you know you can't immediately make this what's at the plot progression of the second episode you can't jump into that really quick so yeah i can't I, jump into the action right it establishes like the together like what needs to come together i found the two separate lines to be a little despondent personally and so i was a little mixed on the first episode yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, this will ask the question, of course, was this week's episode of Fat W? <laughs> not really. Uh, I wouldn't say, a, a, not personally for me, I think it was, I liked it a little less than the first episode. Um, but I don't think it's Fat W, but I do think it's a solid episode overall. So maybe, yeah. like I think like you said earlier, Ben, a mild W probably sums it up. Mild W. I liked it just about as much as the first. I, I'm not. You know. um, I'm a little, I kind of liked it a little more. I'm different, I guess. I have a different. Yeah, I'm more partial to this one if I had to pick. Gotcha. I would say that I probably agree like quality wise where you guys stand though i do like it a little bit more in the first episode i yeah. think this is a mild show at the moment okay yeah, yeah so obviously we begun this episode with kind of introducing john walker as cap as hell america um you know the fake captain america um and I thought this setup was, you know, we see him on Good Morning America during a football field, and like, uh, he, I kind of liked how they took a pretty subtle approach, and I think we're gonna slowly build up to the psychopath that's in the comic books. Yeah, one thing um I really liked about what they're doing with um John Walker as the new Captain America, they're kind of going back to um how. Captain America, Steve Rogers was portrayed in the first movie. He's more of just a figure than like a like. There doesn't really need to be. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be a mascot. Yeah, he wants to be a. He actually wants to start doing stuff, and I think that's really interesting. I think what's interesting about that is that he's like, I'm not trying to be like Steve. But he never met him, as far as we know. Yeah, and he he had, he says that too. And I think he mainly just says that to like try to win people over, you know, try to yeah. be like, oh, hey, I'm 
I'm not trying to be the ripoff. I'm not trying to be the bad guy here. Uh, I'm just trying to do this yeah. job that Captain America once used to do, but I'm just not trying to copy him at all, you know? Yeah, and I was telling this to Marlon earlier, how someone I saw on TikTok brought this up, how um, he's associating, like, with, with he has his friends that are people of color, and, like, there's, like, a theory going around that he's, only associating with them to get further um pub like so he's like publicly accepted more and more I would agree like performative activism where he's yeah. talking people likely yeah so i think I, that's interesting i would also say that uh walker in in this scene where he's on good morning america you can tell that um, he feels very unself-aware wearing this suit because he doesn't really have the authority, not that anybody does, but he doesn't have the social awareness to really encapsulate what this means, especially to so many people. It's almost a facade or an image where he can put the suit on and pretend to be it. But as I said, he didn't even really know Steve, and you can tell that the character is very disconnected and lost. Yeah, and, and Bucky can see right mm. through that clearly. Right. Yeah, so and I, I think part of that reason that you mentioned Ben that Bucky could see uh, through that is because uh, Bucky did know Steve a little bit more than Sam. Yeah, and I think Falcon can too. Uh, Sam can obviously yeah. also. Yeah, and then Cam. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry, go. Oh no, I was just gonna say that. Uh, straight after that is when uh, Bucky and Sam finally first have their first interaction in the show. Yeah, and and so do you, how do you guys feel about their camaraderie? I really, I really like their uh, relationship so far. Well, not, I want to say relationship, but I would say it's more of a. Um, well, I don't know how to explain it. Like they they don't exactly get along in in this for a for a good reason, I guess you could say, because you know Sam gave away that shield, not gave away, but he. He gave that shield to that museum or whatever. Of course, they the government backstabbed him and they completely gave it and they lied to his face about preserving it and they gave it to someone else um, and whatsoever. But I, you know, there, there's a reason as to why Sam gave that shield away. You know, he didn't want to be the next Captain America and he didn't, he didn't, he doesn't feel like he deserves that mantle either or that name, I guess you could say. And uh, it's kind of in this episode, is, we can get to it later, but what we see later on kind of further encapsulates why he doesn't feel comfortable taking up the mantle. Yeah. And, and then you could also understand Bucky's mm-hmm. side of things of, you know, why did he give up that shield? Why, why didn't, you know, Steve gave it to you for a reason. So you clearly get both sides and there are many arguments that they have in this um, episode. Mm-hmm. You can- uh- and part of me feels like, I mean, it is a big responsibility that um, Steve kind of gave to Sam. And I feel like part of Bucky feels a little like um, like he Steve was his best friend. So, like, I feel like part of him is thinking, well, if Steve gave the shield to him, he definitely would have taken up the mantle. And he's probably a little mad about 
the fact that well, he definitely and is mad. This kind of made me think of an interesting point. Um, <clears throat> we were, you know, we were talking about how the government screwed Sam over, and obviously, we, you know, Rhodey was in last episode. I'm not saying Mr. Don Cheadle would ever do this, but I think it'd be a really interesting uh, s- the plot point, like in something later on, maybe not in this show, but in a uh, movie or show down the line, it'd be kind of an interesting conflict if he knew about it and wasn't and didn't tell any of them ahead of time. I don't know if that will ever, I don't know if that yeah. would happen, but I think that'd be really interesting. It's... I think it'll come back in this yeah. show. I think it maybe. seems like maybe not a deliberate plot point, but it does seem like an action that has little resolve at the moment. Again, it's like, did Rhodey know about this or not? And I think it should be explored. It doesn't have to take up too much time, but just knowing yeah, it doesn't Rhodey's to. background and his like, you know, working. And he is still associated with the government. Yeah, right. I mean, it could it could maybe maybe in a future yeah. episode, like episode I don't know four or five. Maybe there could just be like a one-on-one talk with Sam and uh, what's his name, um, Rhodey. Rhodey's all like, "Hey, just letting you know, I don't want to lie to you." Or what? Well, I guess he kind of did. If, if it does happen, but he'd be like, if, "Yeah." So I knew all along, but I just didn't want you to, to find out because of this and this and that. So maybe I think it would be an interesting plot point for uh, the future episodes if, if it if it does happen, of course. Yeah, and so then we cut into uh, Bucky and Sam infiltrating. They track down the Flag Smashers, and uh, we find out that they're hauling a bunch of vaccinations and medicine um, for coronavirus. So, <laughs> and that leads to our first action scene, uh, or our second action scene of the show, and the and the big set piece of this episode, and um, I I thought this yeah. action scene was a little bit better than the first one. Um, I know Marlon, you weren't the biggest fan of it, and so if you want to speak on that now, go ahead. Yeah, I wasn't exactly thrilled with the with this set piece in this episode. Maybe because the trailer um, spoiled me with that scene. Uh, maybe because it was hyped up and it was a little amped up. Who knows if it was the Migos song that they used in the trailer or if it was just the well editing in that trailer that they used. But I thought that the I thought that the scene overall started out well. You know, uh, they get baited by that um, red hair girl, like the leader of the Flag sm- Smashers and everything. And it's very well plotted. But I think where it really starts to fall apart for me is that I wish this was a scene where Sam and Bucky were given their moments to shine, you know. Um, because of course it gets all ruined by John Walker and his, um, uh, what's his name? His little sidekick. Yeah. Battle. 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 That's right. Battle. Uh, I would just like to bring up that, um, Battlestar voices chef on what? Total really? Drama. That's a connection. Yep. Everyone no, no way. Yep. Well, that's... One thing yep. I will add on to what Marlon is saying is that. I also was not a huge fan of this action scene. I wouldn't say it's like an it's abysmal not scene by any means. But, yeah. Right. But I feel like a lot of my gripes with 
Marvel action sequences is that the blocking and the techniques are pretty weak. And again, at the end of the day, it's people trying to like physically, you know, fight each other either for the access of maybe, you know, whatever they're trying to get. But I just feel like a lot of the time, the editing choices and the shot composition don't really complement the fights. So I, I do agree with that. I think I that was one of my problems with this set piece as well. If I'm being completely honest. Right. Um, Cause I think there's also a lot of visual distraction, like in the background scenes, they just can't quite figure out hmm. where you're supposed to be looking at exactly. Yeah. For me though, I'm kind of just a sucker for action scenes on moving vehicles. Um, uh, Marlon, and, yeah, yeah, Marlon. You know I'm a big fan of the one in Age of Ultron where it's Cap versus Ultron on the truck. That's my favorite action scene of that movie. And then obviously, like in Black Panther, Deadpool two, with the convoy. I I just I love with a show like or when a action scene has like a momentum like that because there's no there's no time to stop and take a breath. I think that's very valid, and I mm. like, like again, action scenes that are like very tied to the motion of vehicles. And yeah. For me, at least this episode, I don't think it really captured personally for me. I don't think it captured that momentum right. enough. Personally, um, yeah, I I'm kind of I'm with Ben here. I really did enjoy this action scene. I thought it was my. Favorite part of the episode for sure. Uh, it wasn't um, my favorite part, but I, yeah. I, well, yeah, no, I'm just saying personally. I think it was uh, my favorite part of the episode, but I'm yeah. agreeing with you that I I really liked it, and um, I I it was a pleasant surprise that um I guess I I did not expect um John Walker and Battlestar to join the fight at all. So I thought it was, that was pretty cool knowing that they joined. And it was annoying. It, it's kind of supposed to be. I yeah. feel like it was supposed to be a little annoying because obviously they don't help. You're like, really you kind of see them. You're like, get um, the fuck out like, of here. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't. I didn't expect it. So I well, was like, I oh did, wow, they're going. I saw him in the trailer on the. <laughs> I noticed it. I don't. I don't remember yeah. them can, being like, in the trailer in on the that back. part of the. I I remember like the fight scene from the trailer like with the truck but i don't remember yeah, it's like them a split there. second in the trailer you see him john walker and i do i also do want to mention at first uh you know i don't really every everything that i know about john walker is that he's pretty much like a psychopath like he's a madman right in the comics yeah. and i don't know much about the flag smashers at all really so this is like my first time being introduced to them so a, a part of me like believed that maybe uh john walker and the flag smashers were working together they just helped set up this uh set piece to bait uh sam and bucky although it appears that that was not the case as of now yeah yeah right i i think the i think the sorry anya but i just want to say one thing i think the flag smashers might be end up working with sam and bucky well, mm-hmm. we'll That's interesting. Where the show takes the character, but I'll—I guess since Merlin and I are on the same page, I also <laughs> add on to what he was saying. In that, 
once these characters like are at this intersection and they all you know are in the same vicinity fighting each other i also feel the fight didn't really capture the confusion that probably should have come out of these characters even though it's there for a second but again you kind of are like all right are we supposed to assume that these people are these people and as the show attempts to keep the momentum high it really doesn't do a good job distinguishing like where to i don't know you know where to put your trust in yeah i absolutely so if we want to yeah so if we want to move on from that you know i don't think we because we kind of already talked about it but you know we get we get the scene where john walker picks up sam and bucky and like the jeep you know and he's like oh, i'm not trying to be steve and they're like and uh there's a really good part where he was like um i'd really it would be really nice to have his wingman by my side and sam's like well that's the line that always does it um but then they then we go to we see later on um or yeah right after that we see uh sam and bucky they're in this neighborhood and they they meet the one and only Eli Bagamup and uh and uh and uh, what's what's the older man Isaiah name? Bradley oh, Isaiah yeah. Bradley yeah and that's and once we meet him and find out he was a super soldier that the government betrayed and locked him up and experimented on that's just, and it, that just becomes a further realize it like a further uh, thing for Sam to be like, okay, I made the good, the, the right decision to not take up the mantle, which I thought was really un like it was just kind of really sad once you took a seat, sit back and think about that. It's just very that sad. That was really deep because you could, you could feel the pain in his voice when he yells out, "Get out of my house!" Uh, I thought yeah. I thought it was the best scene in this episode and probably the most impactful scene. I would say. Um, because mm-hmm. I think it would really be interesting to see more of that backstory of Isaiah Bradley, like how he was treated super poorly and how he was locked up and everything. I think we definitely yeah. will. I think we'll get some flashbacks. Yeah, scenes. I don't think because that that character is a is a hero in the comic books. Yeah, I, I don't I think this is the last time we'll see him. him. Honestly, so I do think he'll come back. For- oh, definitely. yeah, yeah, definitely not. I, that yeah. would be, and obviously Eli Bagamoff, who's Eli. His character's name is Eli too, but we just call him by the real name. He's he plays uh, Patriot, which is a young Avenger. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So this Did, will probably not be the last. We'll didn't see. Didn't you guys say that he will, He's a SoundCloud rapper, like in in you know in real life. Yeah. This how. Yeah, the name Eli Bagamup that we keep referencing is a name to his uh, SoundCloud. Ooh. He makes music, and I know a few of us on the podcast took a listen. Do you guys think we'll see him team up with Andy Circus Claw for his sa- SoundCloud? Uh... <laughs> Resurrect him from the dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot. I always forget about that joke. And I remember how much I think that's a pretty funny part. Yeah. And then um, the cops stop Sam and Bucky and they racially profile Sam, which again, I didn't expect to see I, in. 
I yeah, guess I did that, not expect uh, that. That was a surprising scene that I wanted yeah, I to thought, touch on. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, that's right. Awesome. Yeah, I was. I did not expect the um the racial profiling. Um, that was pretty shocking to me. I like um, and it was it was just like like once the, it was crazy to see like once um. Bucky was kind of just like, do you know who that is? And they realized she was Falcon. They just completely changed their attitudes. Kind of, and kind like, of similar to what if it was similar to the banker in first episode? Oh, not well, not like yeah, exactly. not like the same context, but like the same like treatment in a way, you know? Yeah, that was the really good like touch to like, the episode it, for sure. Because obviously, it's good that Marvel's touching on things like that, since there's obviously a lot of horrible things going yeah. on right now in the world. I, I do think that, like, again, it's important that this is reflecting on, like, real, very toxic behaviors that are happening in the real world. And yeah. It's something that I wish Marvel had recognized and kind of been, like, pre-establishing before, because... You know, again, I understand that this is a series that doesn't really want to alienate people, so it won't really throw a lot of political stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, police and militarism in, like, the previous Marvel movies that have idolizations and to, to a small degree. So, again, like, I do think it's important that they are, like, showing toxicity. And I don't know. I just really hope that, you know they're responsible and again this is it is very natively showing and i could be wrong but i think this is the first time that marvel actually touches on a situation like that oh for sure Mm -hmm. and yeah i i I can't think of any other time they've right i wish that you know this series or not this series but the MCU in large is a little more socially aware and you know we'll see what we can I think get. they're starting to get there. I, I think know. especially with this part in this Falcon Winter Soldier episode. I was yeah, you know this could just be the yeah. start, you know. I I do see a future where uh there's more more in, you know more um scenarios like this with uh Sam in the future whether it's in in the rest of the series or further MCU I would say. Yeah. And then so uh, Bucky misses like a court date or something or like a meeting with his therapist so he actually gets arrested and Sam goes to the jail and his therapist bails him out and um, and then he's, John Walker is like okay meet me once you guys are done outside. and so they have a therapist scene and we get that really great moment where they're and they they kind of they played that as a much more comedic scene in the trailer because that like they did the whole staring thing, but I was not expecting that really sad moment where Bucky go, says like, um, "If Steve was wrong about you, then he was he might be, might have been wrong about me." That was really sad. I thought really good line, and it was delivered really well by Sebastian Stan as well. Yeah, and it's. Um, I like that this show that they're gonna ha- there is a conflict between them and that you can really you can 
you know, kind of see both sides of where they're coming from because yeah. they don't know how the other is feeling. And this is like yet. a small subtle detail, but I also really like in the end of that scene um, how Bucky like tells his therapist, he's all like, what's roll two again? And then she's all like, uh, we don't hurt each What was it? Don't hurt each other or don't hurt other people. Yeah. It yeah. Don't hurt and anybody, was like, exactly. Yeah. And he just walks out of the room. I thought that was, you know, pretty well um, established in that one uh, scene. Yeah. Anything you guys want to touch on? Uh, oh, wait, were you going to say something, Anya? Oh, I just, uh, nope. I did want to touch on uh, something that. This was probably my favorite part. Yeah, because uh, just... Sam and Bucky clearly listen to this podcast because they know how to do the great stare. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. We got some Avengers listening. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and so we also get that little scene where the Flag Smashers find a hideout for the night, and um, they start erasing like all the. F- all the information because they they uh oh and then because red wing recorded all been so the government got that because the government tracked red wing so you know that brings up another question how much does how much times has this happened where the government is tapping into red wing and you know obviously because he was working with wait a minute Remember in the first episode when he's fixing that, Sam's fixing that thing, and he goes, whenever you military guys touch my stuff, it goes all, you know, it goes all crazy. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe, you know, they got into Red Wing. That's true. That's possible. Yeah, so. Thank you, the only person who has it. Red Wing, didn't Red Wing die, though, or something? Well, yeah, but all that, all that footage gets uploaded you know it's it's probably got a wi-fi built in a little hot spot <laughs> so you, what do you guys think of that i just i, I just kind of came up with that on the spot but you think that's, that's a, possibility? a very good theory i would say yeah yeah i guess anything's really possible so uh, i did yeah i honestly didn't think about that till now i swear so yeah, and then... I think we I think we skipped over the the scene right after the therapy where um yeah no I really wanted yeah, to I was going, on that I was going to but I just I think we went a little out of place so I just wanted to bring up that little flag smashers part before their last scene yeah. later so but yeah so they meet meet up with is it yeah, the John, John Walker, Walker they yeah. meet up with yeah. yeah you get a little taste of um possibly his villain side very briefly yeah. oh yeah he goes he what does he say he's like stay the hell out of my way yeah because he wants he wants to work with bucky and um sam but obviously he gets shut down by them and um he basically just tells them to stay the hell out of his way yeah and so and then another one thing i i, I don't know remember if i brought it up earlier but um, one thing I've been seeing floating around too is that since they kind of get, you know, they get they get their asses kicked too by the flag smashers. Um, I know, I know the one person that definitely said it was Grace Randolph that 
they're going to be hunting down some super soldier serum and they'll get juiced up themselves so they can last longer in the fight because there's a lot of, you know, I guess, yeah. you know, you have enhanced stamina and, you know, you don't get tired and shit. So you mm-hmm. guys also, I guess that's just another thing. You guys think that's going to happen? Maybe like a little commentary on like uh, steroids? Yeah. I wonder if it will function as a commentary or not. Well, because uh, it's something. Well, because uh, Eli, that's like part of his storyline is that he he kind of like abuses the super soldier serum. So, you know, they could do it with oh, him, but this could also just be kind of an intro. They could also just kind of be an introduction to that idea. Mm. I would say, you know, if it is handled responsibly, then tomorrow, then we'll see how it's explored. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else on that little encounter on you? That we got? Um, I don't think I have anything else to okay. add to that. And so then we see the flag smashers. Um, what are them sacrifices themselves uh, to like this? Yeah. So they yeah. can all escape. Right. Yeah, that was definitely an <laughs> interesting little scene. So, yeah, it was interesting. I thought the pacing, oddly, for that scene was really weird. And and what my one complaint with this episode is that I kind of noticed a lot of the editing and a lot of it felt kind of off to me. And that was one of the scenes. But, yeah, besides that, I mean, that was just, like, the only scene I was like, eh, I don't really feel like rewatching this part, but. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's only one scene. So, where do you guys think they're they're off to? Do you have any guesses? I honestly, I, I really have no clue where they're heading off to, but, yeah, I'm I'm pretty interested in the Flagsmasters uh, storyline. Um, yeah. Getting to see a little more of them in this episode was interesting. What's the redhead's name? Carly. Yeah, right? Carly. Yeah, I'm. And, just, uh, I'm just trying to think of like what what we see in the trailer because obviously we've seen that like that neon esque city. Yeah, that. Neon I think that is. The Maybe they're going there. Yeah, we'll see. It's really crazy to think like next episode's the halfway oh. point. <laughs> Compared to Wanda, just because WandaVision was nine episodes, yeah, so crazy to think how fast this show is probably going to go by. Flash yeah. Smashers, though, are being um, built up and set up very well for the for their episodes. Like so far, we we don't know that much about them. We kind of we've only seen glimpses of oh. them in action scenes and everything. We know that they're super powerful and all that. So I think that so far they're laying down the groundwork pretty well for these characters. And I would, yeah, I, I would say the I same thing with uh, um, John Walker. I think it's pretty balanced there, honestly. So I think I'm a little bit more. Yeah, it's like you. It's what's interesting with John Walker is obviously I know his storyline from the comics, but the way they're kind of portraying him in this show is like, at least in this episode, for the most part, is. That you're either trying, you're either feeling some sympathy for him in ways, or, or you don't like him. It's like, 
I don't know. The way they're setting up his character is interesting. Yeah, and obviously we know he's um, he's actually going to be Carl, the grandpa from Up, as we've seen from many of the memes around going around. But but yeah, the last scene was them discussing. Uh, they're talking about like that they'll need backup, and obviously that was revealed to be Zemo, who's one of one of my favorite Marvel villains from uh, the MCU. I. I thought he was a really good villain, so I'm excited to see him come back. And I thought the setup, that little cliffhanger at the end, was really well done, really well executed. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see some more Zemo. Um, he's a great villain. I really like him in Civil War. Um, he looks. Um, I'm really excited to see him wear a yeah suit in this series yeah so obviously i think he's gonna be like teaming up with them for a little bit you know in some way yeah but there's definitely gonna be a turning point where he gets that mask because obviously cam last week we discussed how yeah we did there's that theory going around where he is wearing he's wearing that purple mask to remind sam and bucky you know i actually have a theory in terms of that zemo Mm -hmm. thing uh I do think yeah, that it's possible that in the next episode we're gonna try to see we're gonna see uh, Sam and Bucky try to talk to Zemo, like talk him in into like helping them out. I don't think he's gonna go through with it, or if he does, I think either way the flat the flag smashers are gonna come in on the way and they're gonna try to like steal Zemo away from him, where then he like kind of like actually I don't know I, I, it's not it sounded smarter in my mind. But I do think that oh, there is okay. going to be a reasonable point as to why, uh, like, in the trailer where he's all like, I'm not going to let my work go unfinished. I, I do think that there's going to be a very yeah. good mm-hmm. reason as to why he's going to be back as one of the main villains in the series. So I do think he will. Uh, you know, I don't think he's I, I don't end up buying that he's going to end up helping Sam or Bucky in any way. I'm. I'm interested to see if they're gonna bring back the um the Winter Soldier like what's it called the Winter Soldier like from Civil War the like the code to like activate. Well, and that wouldn't uh, work uh, on Bucky anymore because they got rid of that Wakanda. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wow. I I thought he could still. I don't remember what I think. I think they. I, didn't I think, think did it, they really get rid of it. Yeah, they say it in either Civil War or Infinity War. I'm pretty sure Civil War. So Like the after Yeah, so I, he doesn't have to worry hmm. about that. Unless there's, like, some way. I didn't know that. Who knows? But, yeah. Um, yeah, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Do we think... That um, Mar- Martin Freeman's character from Black Panther is potentially going to show up in the next episode where Zemo does show up. Because he was like, he was a big part of that movie. Well, not a big part, but he was. Or he was like Zemo a big part of that line. little, yeah. like, storyline. And then. Oh, uh, potential. Well, because for, for a little bit, Tyler and I were thinking they're. That there is a potential that they could 
visit Wakanda. I think that could but, be a connection, mm. like the bridge to the Wakanda connection in this show. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I think yeah. he's, you know, yeah. he's one of those characters that yeah. could just pop up randomly. Anya, do you, yeah, I guess we got four more episodes. Anya, do you have any see? input onto anything that we've uh, been discussing so far? Um, as far as the theorizing goes, I am not as um, in the know about a lot of this Marvel stuff. Like, as you guys were even talking about the trailer, I don't think I remember anything in the trailer to, like, predict what will happen. But, you know, I can trust a lot of your word on, like, you know, especially what we're talking about with Zemo. Like, as much as maybe Zemo and Bucky and Sam will share similar motives, I could agree that I don't really think I personally don't think they'll end up teaming up again. We don't know. Um, so maybe teaming up's like not the right word. Back. Maybe they're like they'll drag him with, you know. Right, like they'll be in progression mm. together. You know, I for me this show is more. I'm I'm sitting back and taking it in since I don't know a lot yeah. of the theories. So that's mm. awesome. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. So is that it for everyone? Yeah, I think so. I'm, All right. I really liked the episode. Um, I liked it a little bit more than the last one. I think they're pretty much they're they're on par. I guess they're close to on par. But I think I just enjoyed this one a little more. Um, I'm excited to see where it's going to continue yeah, to go. Solid episode. Yeah. I kind of wish it could have went a little bit more better, personally. Um, but I still thought it, it it still does a pretty good job, you know, setting up future things for other future episodes. So I think so far it's kind of doing its job. Right. For now, it's a show that I hold my reservations with, but I always have an open mind, so we'll keep going on. Yeah, yeah so uh, let us know, guys, what... You thought of the episode? What do you like about the show so far? And your question of the week is what Bucky arm do you like more? Do you like the one with the star on it or the Wakanda one? Do you guys I'm have a. Probably going to have to go with. I, I like the Wakanda yeah. one better, I think. Yeah, that one's the white so wolf nice. one is a lot better. Cool. I think I think the. the what's it called? The black. Of that arm really like matches like his style, I would say. Yeah, and the other one was made by Nazis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so. Right, the connotation is <laughs> also much different. <laughs> I'll say, yeah. I um, could be wrong, but I yeah, think no, the the one from Wakanda is made out of vibranium, right? And the first one is just standard is. metal, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he even says in this episode, "I got That's vibranium." Right. Yeah. Yeah, man, the Wakandans know how to style. Like, they all look great. So, yeah, mm-hmm. good job, guys. Uh, congrats. Good <laughs> job, fictional, good job, fictional um, race of people. What are you talking about? Sam and oh. Bucky listen to the podcast. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Stay safe. Also, I just want one last comment. I yeah. uh, loved the the Hobbit reference in this episode. Oh yeah, that was really they referenced funny. Nick Foley yeah. in the episode. Okay, <laughs> and with that, <laughs> well, 
Have a good week, guys. Be safe. Be smart. Enjoy your spring break if you're on spring break. Yeah, Marlon. Godzilla Kong is coming. Yeah, very soon. We should. We're hopefully going to be doing a MonsterVerse talk. Yeah. So we'll see, though. Marlon, do you want to say the catchphrase? What catchphrase? <laughs> 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 the great state you have over yeah, Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody stay safe. Have a great day. And don't forget to do the great stare. <laughs>